Hey, hey, this is Hamilton. You're listening to WSOS 103.9 and 95.5. There is a dimension of misery called the holiday hangover. It's no fun at all. It occurs because the realization of how much you ate, spent, drank, crashes you like your version of Windows 95. As always, I have an idea. South Kitchen and Spirits has two locations, Riverside and Nocatee. Ask for Gray Miller. He's the bar manager. Ask him for his best bourbon. Between 3 and 6 every day, it's half off every day. Every day? Every day. Every day? Every single day. So have four. Feel numb. Forget your troubles. It's irresponsible, but it's good. Let's kick it up. From South Kitchen and Spirits in Nocatee, Florida, all the way to your back porch, welcome to the Bourbon Chronicles. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Volume 27 of the Bourbon Chronicles. If you're listening to us on Thursday at 6.30, we're on WSOS 103.9 and 95.5. But if you're listening to our podcast, you could be working out, you could be driving to work, whatever you're doing. Thank you for choosing us because we know there's a lot of choices out there. So we're back for Volume 27. Kelly, how was your day? And how this was is your, the best choice. This is the best choice. For any bourbon-related uh, information. Ooh, that's a bold statement or, out uh, of the or, gate. Or dad-related you know, information. Yeah. Or just information in general. Complaint handling, um, serious issue resolution. We got a pretty cool show going tonight. Uh, we're going to be talking about Angels Envy. Uh, we're going to have we have an Angels Envy rep with us, Nick yes. Hogan, uh, that we're excited to talk to and uh, talk about yes. uh, Angels Envy. We also might get to our top five, with, which is going to be top five company slogans, but we'll see how time shakes Why out. Why don't you tease that? What happens if we don't get to it? Do it? We got to do, do it. We'll do it next uh, volume. We got to do oh, it now. Hey, Alan, now, Alan, now we Alan, have to do it. The pressure's on. So we haven't. Our volume twenty six was a month ago. Yeah. Right? I mean, we tried to do Volume 27, but... Early December. We've had everything, man. We've had uh, holidays. We've had bowl games. We've had equipment failures. Yep. We've had Oof. you traveling all over the world. Uh, not, not the world, but Southeast United States, yes. And now here we are back again, finally. Moving and shaking. Um, so I went to a Kentucky. Uh, Kentucky actually had a decent bowl game. Um, th- they actually played New Year's Day, mm. which is the first time it's happened since, I believe, we played the Outback Bowl. And, and when I was in college, I think it was in 99. But anyway, yeah. quick story about that. I wanted to share last week. It was probably more relevant then, but we didn't get a chance to. So I'm – I don't camp, – Camping World Stadium, you've been there, Alan. Orlando. Yeah. Have you been yeah. – you yeah, know where it times. is. Yeah. I mean, it's not in the greatest it's horrible of Orlando. <laughs> Orlando, get your act together. And, and the sta- – oh, and by the way, that's what where sta- the Pro Bowl is. Yeah. Oh, yeah, well, what stadium is – no stadiums are ever really in a great – neighborhood with the exception of maybe Wrigley Field and, and maybe Green Bay or something. But yeah, them, but there's, there's the greatest areas. There's not great and then there's Camping Bad. World Stadium level. <laughs> yeah, there's that's true. So I was pulling in and I go maybe a block from the stadium and I pull in, the, I roll down the window, the lady goes uh, it's going to be $40 to park. What? And I'm like ah, I don't think so. No block KO. And, and so I say I'm just going to park over and she goes okay, you're going to probably going to be blocked in then. I'm like alright, I'm going <clears> to take my chances. So I pull back, and then there's this guy that's right in the middle of the road, and he's like, UK parking only, because I'm a Kentucky fan, as most of you all know. He goes, UK parking only, and I'm like, whatever, man. I mean, I know this is your gimmick. Mm-hmm. So he rolls down the window. I, I, I roll down the window, and I say, okay, how much? He goes, I don't even really need your money. He said, I'm a UK grad. You can park here. This is my business. And I'm like, well, I'm going to give you money. How much? He's like, 20 bucks. I'm like, fine. No way. So... I pull, he pull, backs me in, and I'm like, ah, something's fishy about Because I'm mm-hmm. very – you all know I'm a very cynical person. That he and, looked like a U.K. grad? He, he, was, an, he was an older black gentleman. Uh, he, he started telling me that he played for Kentucky, and he started naming the players that he played with okay. on the football team. All right, all right. So he started to become very legitimate to all me, right. but I was still iffy. All right. So I parked the car. Um, he comes over and talks to me. I'm like, hey, don't you want to get other people? He's like, I don't really care. He said, my mm-hmm. daughter made me do this. Mm-hmm. He said, I'm just happy to be here. I'm, I said, are you going into the game? He's like, yeah. So about, about an hour passes. We're tailgating. We're having a good time. All of a sudden, I look up, and the guy's bringing a tray of food what? to me. The guy that, that mo- you know, the parking guy. And I look over, and it's a, you know, it's seafood. It right. was a seafood restaurant. <laughs> so Hamilton's I know I'm favorite. You don't eat seafood. <laughs> right? I don't eat seafood. Yep. Seafood at all. So um, 
It's Perfect. like, you remember that Ray Bradbury uh, story, Two Thanksgiving Day Gentlemen? Do you remember that from nope. elementary school? Anyway, the premise of the story is he went to two Thanksgiving dinners and stuffed himself because he didn't want to make the people feel bad that mm. fixed the food for him. So he brings over that tray of seafood, and he opens it up, and I eat shrimp, fried what? fish. Yeah, I thought I'm not you were allergic. You know, I never said I was allergic. Oh. I always say that. Lied. He's lied to us I all just, this time. It's not Didn't my he tell favorite. you he was allergic? But like, it yeah, was years, good. years ago. It was really good. But my point of the whole story it was, good? I offered him, was good. I offered him seafood one time. He told me, I would, Alan. It looks delicious, but if I ate it, I'd probably die. I did not say see? that. <laughs> you see? Well, uh, anyway. so, but you ate a bunch. Well, my, the, I did, and I didn't really want it, but I did for him. Just the situation itself. What do I mm-hmm. want to say? Oh, no, thank you for giving me free food. I don't eat seafood. Right. Um, so if I But he ended in. up hanging out with us. It was it was just cool, man. Just that goes to show you that you kind of judge situation. you guys won your bowl game, too. Yeah, we yeah, won. won. Penn State. What a great day. Take As that opposed to me and Allen, who both lost our yeah. bowl games. Yeah, what so. a great day little hammy pants had. You had it a good was. day, hammy seafood, pants. Seafood, everything. I can't believe you ain't seafood. And I have a picture. I'll, I'll give a picture. We'll put it up on our on our. I Facebook need that. Page. So if I, if I uh, smoke some bacon-wrapped jalapeno shrimp on the egg, on the big green egg, and bring them in, You'll eat those? I'll eat it, yes. Because that's a fr- I'm evolving. 2019 is my that? year to evolve. You hear <laughs> he should have been there when we cooked the uh, the fritters. The yeah. Oh, the shrimp fritters. I think I've had Alan makes shrimp, I I've fried had shrimp fritters and knock your sock off. Can we talk about the bourbon? Mm. Uh, yeah, we can talk about the bourbon. Heck yeah. We, we have a song. Um, do we have a song for bourbon Well, facts? are we going to talk about the government shutdown? Are we going to follow the outline? No, we are, but we can just talk about the bourbon. Jump around. Just the what outline? facts, and then we'll go back to the government shutdown. You guys have an outline? I don't have so, one. all right, tonight we're going to be talking about Angel's Envy. And Angel's Envy puts out a lot of stuff. And this is one of my personal favorites, top five. Um, but uh, it orig- originates in Louisville, Kentucky. It's uh, the, the the bourbon, the Angel's Envy bourbon is 86 proof, 86.6 proof, 43.3% ABV. So Back there's a, a, I've got a, uh, <laughs> a, a long uh, a story about the aging process. And we're going to talk to Nick about that in a little bit. Sorry, it's a little bit late. A little bit late, a little bit loud. But uh, the price point's right around 50 bucks. So well, we'll talk about the aging a little bit later when we bring Nick in. Because okay. I want to get his perspective on it. How one, of, one of my top five bourbons. Absolutely. Angel's Envy? Oh, yes. Well, you know, my favorite is Woodford. So it's, you know, there's a reason why there's a tie that I like. Anyway, so government shutdown. Move. We so just wanted, you wanted to say something about the veterans, and I got a couple of. Well, no, I wasn't going to say anything about the veterans. I don't know, but I was going to say something about some of the employees. Oh, that you're bringing your book paid. out. First I've of all, first of all, for, for our uh, for our listeners that are like me that may not know exactly why what what the criteria for a shutdown may be. Do you can you Hamilton, our political science major, walk us through why why there's a government shutdown? Yeah, because because. You only have so much. Passed. Yeah, you only have so much money to run the country. Mm-hmm. So there, this one shuts down non-essential employee, employees. Non-essential. So nothing big. Like we're going to get our tax checks and that sort of thing. But there's always a deadline to pass a uh, right. a budget for the next year. You guys ready? And so, so, so Octo- Trump's using that for leverage to get money, five billion dollars for the wall. Right. Which you know we in could Octo- all talk about whether that's true. I or did not. some research. I want to share, share it. Okay. So the fiscal year ends in October. Starts in October. And they have, they have that deadline to set all of their budgets. And if they don't make them all, they, this year they passed five of 12. So they had seven left to go. The remaining seven they had to have finished before December 21st. One of the budgets they were trying to write was for the wall and him to get money for the wall. So, th- so they made it all the way to December 21st, and they didn't pass several. It wasn't just one. It was seven different budgets that they didn't finish. So that's well, quite You just bad. said that you didn't know. That's exactly what I was about and, to say. And he was trying you know what to, I just got because he that? wanted to look yeah. smart. He wanted yeah. to look smart, so he and wanted to, to make you look spot. like an idiot. No, right. no, 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 no. Put no, you no. on the spot, and then when you couldn't answer <laughs> the question, you had all as far as I read. This. Now listen, now listen. I don't know. That's kind of true. But you, <laughs> you did look like an idiot, Because you even said when it started, you came in here tonight before we even started, and you're like, I'm just telling you, I don't yeah. know much about the government shutdown. I don't, I don't know I anything. Just, I didn't do any research. Because I didn't int- read about it. I really don't. I, I read this today. I read it today uh, because I, I, I don't know exactly why. Because I'm like, I feel like it's a lot of conjecture as to, is it just about the wall? It's not. There's a lot about the wall. It's, I, oh, it's it is about talk. the wall, though. He, he could talk about it. it. But there are several that they that – they, 
did not finish budget on time. Alan, you had something to say about. Well, it. no, I was just going to say. Uh, so it affects some of the people it affects. So these essential workers that have to go to work mm-hmm. that aren't getting paid. They they have to work, but they won't get paid. Right, is ridiculous. So I, I saw a story about a federal prison worker. He's a prison guard. He's not getting paid. Mm. He has to pay child support, and he lives paycheck to paycheck. Of course. So like, here he is, a prison guard, who is not going to be able to pay his child support, who could go to prison because of this government shutdown. So he could go to prison because he's not paying his child cause support because of failure to pay. Just walk around the corner. One side to the other. I'm gonna take one shirt off and put the other shirt on and step right in. Different clothes, same same building, different clothes. At least he gets to eat. Poor guy. It's it's nuts, man. It's really this is bad deal. I I feel like Nancy Pelosi, Chuck Schumer, and and Donald Trump should put on a get along shirt. You you know know what what that is? What? It's what. So Allison came up with this years ago for the girls. For the girls, Mm -hmm. whenever they started fighting. She would put them in one T-shirt. And she wrote it in magic marker. She wrote "get along" shirt on the front of the shirt. There you go. She put them both in one T-shirt, and they had I'm to sure stand there together t-shirt. in this T-shirt until they figured out what was going on. I'm gonna gonna could you imagine me, Alan, putting yeah. on a get along? So shirt. they were they were face to face in a get along shirt until they figured out. So I'm going to put one neck I'm going to put our government and Mitch in a get along shirt. I, I read that Mitch McConnell could stop it if he wanted to. But he's not. Well, if he, he got in that get-along shirt, he'd, he'd put a stop to this. This, this, is, this, this is, is the longest one. This, this is the longest one in our government's history at this point. I don't know how well this is going to translate. Are you sure about that? I'm pretty it sure. It is. It just, it just 23 passed. days, 24 mm. days full is the longest one. 21 days is the longest. So he, this is one theory that's floating around, and this came from an, an anonymous tip from inside the government that was mm-hmm. saying that – 80% of these people that aren't working now, and I know this is very controversial, but they're just not, they're really not needed. They're just, they're fluff. And so it's, so another aspect of Trump doing this is trying to cut fat. Do we really need these people? Do we really need to pay these people? Only 15% are really performing. This right. guy that's a prison guard or, you know, works in the prison, I, he could be performing. He's but there essential. could be a lot of people that just show up and, and get a check. So a theory that's out there, and this is Trump, right? His businessman. Let's see how much we really need. To get and the that's job why done. I'm going to keep putting because he could he could do mm-hmm. a, 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 a what a declar- uh, emergency declaration and mm-hmm. get money for the wall because he could say hey people are coming to our country we need this money but, but do, he would hasn't you want yet. him to do that I, I don't sure. I wouldn't want him to but he could yeah. that's why I'm saying there's a reason why he's keeping this going so yeah. okay well, that's crazy enough about that I'm getting upset the other thing is there have been I, I just looked at, I don't know how long they were but there's been a government shutdown with every president over the past like eight presidents or six presidents with the exception of George uh, W. Oh, so really? Obama had one for a few yeah, days. Yep. Clinton had one for a long time for I think a, I think a week or two maybe close to Anytime you get a mixed Congress or you know a president H-W had one. Yep. You're probably going to have a, a government So I feel like shutdown. this one's way more exacerbated because it's so it's so it's so much in the press. Oh, one more thing on it that I forgot right. I read. Uh, so Tonight, Clemson goes and visits the White House. <laughs> Nobody there. And it says the Clemson <laughs> National Championship will be coming tonight. It will be very exciting. Very. Um, this is Trump saying this. Unbelievable team. I think we're going to serve McDonald's, Wendy's, Burger King, and some pizza. I really mean it. Their favorite food. So we'll see what happens. Hey, Amen. That's fine. <laughs> I don't no, know how I feel they about want, that. Well, they want like, uh, like foie gras coated, coated maybe, ribeyes. Maybe they should listen but to our saying top that five the fast why, food episode. The reason why is because the government shut down. They, they have, some of the employees right. aren't there to whatever. Yeah, if they there. don't do Popeye's chicken, then I'm not going. Nobody's there cooking. Hey, you get what you asked for. Is that your last was meal? Was that on your top five? I don't know. Maybe. It was. No, Popeye's, I believe it was on us. We'll have to go back and look. It should be. If it wasn't, then Well, remember, though, we couldn't hear that episode. Because it was that was a lost episode. Nobody heard it. So is that the one that. that we lost? We lost a couple. We almost lost twenty-seven. Okay, hey, you we want me to do so my the song? government shut down. Interestingly enough, ATF would be shut down too, unless they're. Ernie just said this. Our sound engineer and said, uh, "Imagine this is prohibition. Everybody be drinking like crazy right now." See, I don't know if I agree with Ernie on that. I, I think if there was an extreme, you just disagree with the man that put this show he together. Hear, he can't hear me. Turkins, so. take his bourbon. I don't have bourbon. Yet. You can't disagree with the sound. You're going to take engineer. my bourbon when I sh- tell you my song. <laughs> Right? <laughs> yeah, maybe. Okay, so maybe. there's this indie group out of um, out of Baltimore, and this this girl, Lindsay Jordan, is 18 years old. The name of the group's called Snail Mail, and I love the song. It's called Pristine. So if you're listening on the podcast, check out our Spotify list. You'll hear it. But if it's the radio, here it goes. 
Believe it or not, you're listening to the Bourbon Chronicles on WSOS 103.9, St. Augustine, Florida, or 95.5 in Nocatee, Ponte Vedra. The song was not that bad. I say believe it or not because that doesn't sound like a typical song that the Bourbon Chronicles would play, but yet it, uh, pristine, snail Always mail, lush. Changing it up. Changing yeah. it up. Well, we're here live at South Kitchen in Nocatee. Guys, by the way, from 3 to 6, 3 p.m. to 6 p.m. every day in this place is the greatest happy hour on earth. Why, you say, Alan? Why? Every day? Be- because drinks and appetizers, uh, you only have to pay for half of them. Gray pays for the other half of them. Right, Gray? So you pay for half of them. Gray pays for the other half. You come in here, and he picks up half your bar tab if you buy drinks and appetizers at the bar from 3 to 6 every day. They get that agree? right? They get that right? That's why Gray is my best friend. Did you right get what did you eat today? Are those Ooh, the truffle, truffle fries? Truffle fries. But yeah, I haven't ordered dinner best. yet, so we've got to figure out. Plus, <coughs> we're buying Ernie dinner because he came to check our sound. Ernie's already... Eating. Ernie, what'd you eat, man? Ernie buffalo had the chicken. buffalo chicken. Nice. Hey, guys. Can I just say that I'll never listen to that song again? You don't think so? Oh, I know so. It sounded a lot like the cranberries. It sounded did like not sound like the cranberries. Well, if you're listening to us on podcast, you didn't hear it anyway, so it doesn't matter. But um, you can listen to it on our uh, Spotify playlist. You can get us on iTunes. We're on podcasts. We're on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, SoundCloud, the WSOS radio app. Yes, Hamilton. WSOS does have a radio app. Alan proved that to you. Yes, and if and you, Stitcher, we're also on Stitcher. And if you listen on uh, on Apple, then uh, give us a uh, review. Yeah, like please us. do. Yeah. N- our good buddy Nick Hogan uh, from Angels Envy has gone on to our podcast and reviewed us at fives, didn't totally, you? Totally. Awesome. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> hey, welcome Nick Hogan. Nick Hogan, you are. I'll let you introduce yourself, but I know you're from Angels Envy. Tell us a little bit about what you do for Angels Envy. Sure. Yeah. Um, Nick Hogan. I'm born and raised here in Jacksonville, Florida. One of the, the few. Mic. Yeah. One uh, of the few. <laughs> um, so my title is a whiskey guardian with Angels Envy, which is pretty cool. Uh, nice. Not in charge of any sales whatsoever, so it's uh, great for me. I uh, just do all the fun stuff. I do staff education, uh, fun events, and spread the whiskey love, basically. And How long uh, have you been with them or doing that for been, them? Been with them for about a year and a half now. Very cool. How did that come about? Uh, pretty cool story. I've been bartending for about four years now. Uh, won a really cool uh, competition with Woodford Reserve, actually, which you were talking about mm-hmm. earlier. Um, and after that, one of their uh, representatives reached out to me. Can I stop you stop sure. you for a second? So that competition that you won, was that the Rye? It was the uh, Manhattan Experience. Okay, so yes. I was nice. at um, uh, the place, uh, it starts with the P- Patterson House in okay. Nashville yeah, yeah, this yeah. past weekend. Cool. Uh, ordered Woodford. And the guy came up to me and said that he's trying to. He's, okay. He asked me if I like Manhattans. I said no. Yeah. Um, I prefer an old fashioned. Okay. And he said, "Well, I'm trying to win this competition. I wanted you to try mine." I said, "Well, it would be wasted because I wouldn't really know how good it is." But that's so you sure. won that. That's huge. Yeah. So uh, well, I didn't win the entire thing, but it was it was. A great oh, never trip. mind then. No. See, <laughs> so, it was good to have Nick on the show. Thanks See a lot for coming. See you guys later. <laughs> <laughs> Nick, oh, sorry, go ahead. <laughs> so you won it locally? So I won, so I won locally. Uh, from there, I got to go to Louisville and uh, compete, actually, for their master distiller. He was the judge. Awesome. Um, yeah, and got to tour Woodford with him. Uh, and I won out of 40 people from Canada, uh, the U.S., and Puerto Rico. I got top six. Wow, um, that's And went to New York City, which was insane. Uh, and this was like a year into bartending for me, so it was a huge pivotal moment oh, as bet, far man. as creating cocktails and learning about whiskey. Uh, so coming out of that experience, I got reached out to by uh, Angels Envy. They were opening up a market here in Northeast Florida. Oh, so, really? Yeah. Wow. So they, so so they really, sought you out. They drafted you. Yeah, you got so, drafted so by so Angels Envy. opened immediately. It's really First cool. round draft pick. Nick, I'm going to ask you to move into your mic just a little bit closer here. As Alan says, eat the mic. Eat the <laughs> mic, baby. If, you're, if you feel it. like you're too close, get closer. Hey, so do you, um, there you, go. Do you still bartend? I do, yeah. Okay. I bartended a uh, grape and grain Ooh, exchange so much okay. in San Marco. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, so it's strange hearing you myself while talking. According to Kelly, if radio. you listen to yourself, you get you tear up. You tear up. Ooh. Yeah, we're did thinking about firing. Kelly. By the way, I'm going to talk a little <laughs> deeper now that Nick's here. I'm going to talk a couple octaves deeper because so his voice <laughs> grape is uh, and, grape and grain. So, yeah. the, and you work on the front end, or do you work in the back at the uh, parlor room? So I, it's actually now there's no divide. So oh, there's not. Okay. Yeah, so you can work at the front or the back. Okay. Uh, for those who don't know, we have a, a speakeasy in the back as well as a bar up front with uh, a package license. So you can actually come buy bourbon, uh, wine, you oh, know, nice. whatever spirit. You can try it at the bar, and then you can buy it on the opposite wall. It's a cool place. Yeah, and then really you, cool were st- you used to work at a place called Oddbirds, which I think from a cocktail place is one of the better yeah, in so St. Augustine. Yeah, so I worked at Oddbirds in St. Augustine. Uh, I think it was 
an amazing place because it was very industry uh, focused. So I had that leeway to kind of create cocktails for bartenders and get that immediate feedback and really push your skills. Yeah, that's very cool. Um, so tell us about Angel's Envy. Tell us stuff that we don't know. Tell us spe- specifically spe- more about the spe- spe- tell us specifically more about the aging <laughs> process because I did a little research on it and I think Angel's Envy has one of the more unique aging processes out there. Sure. So what sets Angel's Envy apart? Um, as some of you guys may know, some of the listeners and you guys, uh, is it was kind of one of the first bourbons to do a secondary finishing. Uh, what makes the bourbon uh, special is they take a four to six year bourbon. They're going to stick it in a poor wine cask uh, for an additional uh, between like two to six months um, for that secondary finishing. And mm-hmm. then they bring it out. So you kind of take already a delicious, nicely matured. I think there's like a sweet spot with bourbon, probably, you know, four to eight years going to be right. your premium bourbon. And then you're just elevating another notch with that subtle right. port flavor at the end there. Um to me, it's delicious. Like you guys were saying, the first time you tried it, it's it's something totally different, and it's not an overwhelming mm-hmm, flavor I whatsoever. I think you try some of the like Basil Hayden's <clears throat> dark rye, and you you get that punch of port because I think they not not to talk down on it's you. Okay, I think they actually, I think they actually pour port in their bourbon. Oh, really? Um, whereas this is just the port wine influence, just pulling it in from the barrel. Yeah, <laughs> it was the first bourbon I fell in love with, Angel's Envy. So you're telling, tell us. Well, we were at our good buddy Mark's house, buddy. and he had just gotten his mother-in-law. <laughs> so his wife said, "What do you want?" He said, "I don't know. Do you like bourbon?" He's like, "Sure, I like bourbon." And this is like five, six years ago, and bourbon for us as dads in the neighborhood was just coming up. We didn't know, you know, from Jim Beam or whatever. So we go to Mark's house one afternoon. He's got every great bottle. He had a bottle of Blanton's. He had a bottle of Angel's Envy. He had a bottle of Colonel Taylor. And like, so his mother-in-law went to the store. That's and right. just, his mother-in-law went to the store. It and was said, for their wedding. Was it a wedding, wedding gift? gift? Maybe I'm not sure. Christmas wedding, whatever. But her, his no, mother-in-law it was a Christmas gift from his mother-in-law went wow. to the Six store and said, "Give me five of your best bourbons." And Angel's Envy was That's one awesome. that the guy sold her. And that was right when it kind of it and came so out. I, right. And I'm standing at his bar going in his house, going, "Man, what is?" It? And so what attracted me was the bottle. Yeah. Like I, legit, like the bottle. Some bottles coming out. There's a marketing to it, right? The bottle. Gorgeous. It's the best bottle on the market, in my opinion. Not just because Nick's sitting here, <laughs> because it really is. And, and then I tasted it, and it's a low proof, low burn, great flavor, good with cocktails, and I fell in love with it. And then I went up from there. So it was my gateway bourbon. <laughs> I guess right. it went from, not up from there, but I mean, like I started trying other sure, things open, because it doors for you, of course. yeah, because I've developed a certain discernment for liking that flavor. Sure. So, yeah, absolutely, I love it. Yeah. So uh, and also. Being it's only aged four to six years, I know we always get hung up on age. And people ask me sometimes, in fact, I was over the holidays, I was talking to somebody that's kind of new to whiskey, and she was asking me a little bit about whiskey and the aging process, and I was telling, I was explaining it to her, and I, I told her, don't get hung up on the age, because just enjoy what you like. If you like it, you like right. it. Don't worry about the age. Mm-hmm. Right. Some of these things, or a lot of bourbons are getting away from an age statement anyway. Mm-hmm. In fact, you're going to see less and less and less of that in the near future. But They uh, don't they even put an age statement on the bottle, do they? Who, Angels Envy? Angels Envy? No. No, uh-uh. There's very few that do anymore. Like, yeah, that it's, can. It's, that, that actually can, because if you put it on the bottle, the it's got to be true. popularity of bourbon is. Well, it's got to be true. If you put it on the label, you've got to be true. So how many yeah. more bourbons are left that are 10-year because there's so much consumption? Yeah, the, the Basil Hayden just released their 10-year. They put the age statement back. So they had the 8-year, and then they got rid of it. And now they're back with a 10-year. Oh, really? I think are, it's fun. kind of bringing that age statement back. So I think it's fun when bourbons or, or, or whiskeys do put an age statement on the bottle. Sure. When they don't, I don't, I, I don't get hung up on it anymore. Now, we, we've reviewed this before i think it was our second volume which is interesting yeah, to go yeah. back and listen but to nick but nick wasn't here but nick wasn't here <laughs> so what do you think and we were talking we we're talking about how great it is because it is great but what do you taste when you i mean tell me what, what flavors that you taste so i get a lot of brown sugar personally sure. i just uh, that's the the front of it is brown sugar and one of the things about uh, angel's envy that i like is the finish is long but easy mm-hmm. It stays on the back of my throat for a long time, and it doesn't burn at all. There's no yeah, that's true. Uh, there's no alcohol burn. Well, I won't say no. There's a little bit. There's always going to be a little bit, but it really lacks that strong alcohol burn that a lot of bourbons are going to have. But it stays there for a long time. When you create create cocktails, are, is there certain uh, a certain flavor that you want 
a bourbon to provide what with what you're mixing it with? Yeah, absolutely. Um, so a lot of classic whiskey cocktails you're going to call for fortified wines, like your vermouths, uh, sherries, and ports, which is what makes Angel's Envy so versatile for me as a bartender. Uh, it already has that influence, but it's, like I said, extremely subtle. But going with the Manhattans, which has vermouth, you know, just pairs extremely well, and you get those dark, like dark stone fruit, cherry notes already from the whiskey that just kind of roll right into the cocktail, make it pretty much perfect for it. And I know this isn't a Woodford show, but I want to know what would set yours apart, your Manhattan apart from from others. What what? It seems to me you can only do so much when creating a cocktail because it has the same ingredients. So, but sure. pause pause there. That's a great <laughs> that's a great Zero. question because when we found out Nick was coming on, our our, our good buddy uh, Will uh, Will the whiskey <laughs> man, gonna he's going to love this shout out. <laughs> and, <laughs> I know he will. And Gray uh, both said, "Oh man, Nick's a fabulous bartender." And I just kind of paused for a minute and I went, "Okay, I, I know what I think makes a great bartender." But I asked Gray, I said. What 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 is what makes a great bartender? Not just someone you can talk to, right? Sure. You're kind of a, like a part-time therapist. Yeah, not you're a part-time your therapist. Bartender. Yeah, right? you know, who you know, just can tell you all kind of stories or whatever. <laughs> but like, but uh, but but Gray said it's your it's your, it's your ability to put together different flavors and sure. tastes. So, at a young age, how old are you, Nick? I'm 29. So, how do you develop that? Those tastes, like I think that's mm-hmm. the thing. Yeah, same yeah, thing yeah, that you were just asking. Like, how do you figure out? When did you figure out that you had that gift to be able to put those flavors together? So my, my journey is actually pretty interesting. As of probably five years ago, I didn't drink liquor whatsoever. I was a huge beer guy, craft beer, nerd, aficionado, uh, got into home brewing. And then I wanted to work for sales for a brewery. So right. I started working at a bar. Um, and from there is when I discovered spirits. And, and it, like I said, at Oddbirds, it was uh, just beautiful because they wanted, they wanted you to succeed. So it was basically like a sandbox, you know, go try that ingredient, try that mm. ingredient make crazy syrups with teas, do all these crazy things. Here's all the books you can read. Um, and I just had a field day with it. Uh, just was just reading like nonstop classic cocktail books. Mm. And um, from there, you really just develop your sense. It's kind of like when you start out with whiskey. At first, you probably didn't like it, to be honest. And uh, I think scotch was the first thing that I, and, and it tasted like Band-Aids sure. to me. <laughs> and, then, and then, you know, you <laughs> tried it. It did. What well, scotch it, were you <laughs> drinking? Like dirt? I don't know. Lafroig. <laughs> Maybe Dewar's or something. And, anyway. then, and then you try the one scotch you do like, though, and it kind of opens mm-hmm, the doors. Right. And, then you're, and then, you know, the one you didn't like before, you, you end up liking. Um, but to go from there, uh, as far as a, a Manhattan, how you make it your own, um, for this competition's sake, I really wanted to take a story that kind of inspired me. So what right. I did was uh, I was researching Kentucky Derby racehorses, obviously, because the history of bourbon in Kentucky. Mm-hmm. And I found one called Mind That Bird that I, I can't remember the yeah. year. I can't remember the year now, but it was. I don't a, know. It's been recently. No, yeah, no it, it's it was, been a while. I think it was in the 80s, but he was a. Well, we're older than you, Dick, so it's <laughs> recently for us. Short-term memory loss. <laughs> that was yesterday. He <laughs> <laughs> was just a huge underdog racehorse that ended up coming back. So it was kind of a story burst myself because I actually competed against my bar manager at the time. So it was kind of a, a play, cool. a metaphor for, for that. Um, so you take the story and you try and adapt flavors that match the story. Basically, yeah. And, and that's, oh, that's cool. I think what bartending is is it is about the experience you have with your bartender more yep. than anything and how they make you feel. So yep, I agree. That's kind of just what I try to play. Absolutely. And, and and what's cool is um, bartenders are the new chefs. I mean, yeah, they make very good, true. good bartenders. No, that's right. Because you think about cocktail and you got like Tom Cruise flipping bottles. Like <laughs> that's what makes a great bartender. No, because that's like thousands of dollars of broken bottles <laughs> when you're practicing that. But like a guy that can come in and truly make a great cocktail, um, like f- j- no offense, sure. but my favorite cocktail on the planet I've ever had is the barrel aged Manhattan from Husk. Cool. Uh, Sean Brock's. Now, why would he take offense to that? Because he's sitting here, and he I haven't tasted one of his cocktails yet. So, uh, so cha- challenge today. accepted. Yeah, well, you need to make us some cocktails. <laughs> but it's just this. I mean, when you taste it, it sound, it's it. You instantly are sitting on a, 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 a southern Charleston uh, porch in a rocking chair. It just it's it just tastes. Man, awesome. I don't know what it is, but it's just it, like you said. It's a story, yeah. and to be able to put those together as good as any chef. A good cocktail is as good as any That's, that's funny steak. you say that. If we go back to Angel's Envy, uh, I was reading an early review on Angel's Envy. On Angel's Envy, I, I think it was from one of the online whatever. But the guy said, imagine you're sitting over a mountain, uh, like a, a mm-hmm. great mountaintop, and you have slices of pears and cherries. And, and so he created this image of what this would taste like, and I, ah, it, cool. it hit that's it perfectly. Awesome. So just what yep. you said, yep. it, that, you know, the taste takes you somewhere. So yep. anyway. Absolutely. So um, – also, 
um, when you're when you're creating that cocktail, how do you know? Like when you know you got it right. Like what was the first one you're like, boom, ear, and you just watch people and you blow their minds with a <laughs> with a drink. Um, that's I can't put remember you on the that, spot. Yeah, <laughs> there's been so many. There's been so many since when, then. When you used to work at Oddbirds, would you? Because it takes time, sure. right? If someone orders a drink, it oh, takes time to make. I Do you have anybody that gets upset because how long it would take? I guess. Uh, I think that's one thing I always try to keep in mind is I don't want to be the bartender that takes 25 minutes to make this crazy, insane cocktail. I want to make something beautiful and delicious, but I also want to be the bartender that's making right. money because that's what we're here. Um, so I'm always very conscientious Alan. about that. That's the rye. Alan's Alan. breaking in the rye. Alan just opened the rye up. Did you hear the cork pop? Are you? Hey, you I'm not shy. I'll have the rye. <laughs> Alan just <laughs> dove into yeah. the rye. I have not had this yet. Yourself. I have not had this yet. <laughs> you know who else hey, likes you rye? Know what's funny is I. Gry Miller. I ha- hey, Gry Miller, we're having in the rye. <laughs> um, I have a hard time. Get yourself a new glass. Uh, getting over that mental hump of I, I like uh, Angel's Envy. Yeah. I feel bad making a cocktail of it. Does that mm, make yes, sense? Yes, I agree. Like, I can't, I can't yeah, mix. I'm that way. I, I, like feel like, I feel like I can only make a cocktail of a bourbon that's uh, $30 or <laughs> $35 or $40 or less. Sure, sure. And so, to be fair, so Angel's Envy is what, f- between 46 and 48 It's more than that. fair. What's the sound? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Okay, that's, that's fine. fine. <laughs> um, so uh, It'll go so help, help me as sure. a learning bourbon enthusiast get over – that that mental barrier I have with making a cocktail with a really good bourbon. Sure, I think I think there's a, honestly nothing wrong with drinking it neat. Um, but if you're gonna do, that sounds better. Yeah. Uh, I think if you're gonna do a whiskey cocktail, yeah, stick to the classics and keep it's it really gone, simple yeah. with with those higher end spirits. Yeah. So, so like I said, my go-to is a Boulevardier, uh, which is Ooh. gonna be I use just Angel's Envy, Campari, uh-huh. and Sweet Vermouth. That's it. So you get your boozy elements from the Angel's Envy. Campari is going to give you bitterness and sweet vermouth for sweetness. Well, and the theory Stirred would be that in, the, the better the bourbon, the better the cocktail is going to yeah, be. Exactly. But, like, I, I would, I don't know. I struggle with it. But I'm trying. I'm trying. I'm the same way. After today, I think I'll try a little but bit But what is your go-to cocktail bourbon? Uh, Bullet? Um, Bullet? No. No, actually. What's, what's it, your go-to cocktail? Uh, old-fashioned. Old-fashioned. Okay. Um, and just the standard one. With, I do, I do, um. Uh, De Marrera, okay. uh, simple syrup. Sure. Uh, and I do. I've actually fallen in love with the Woodford Reserve chocolate bitters. I like okay. that. Mm-hmm. That's like a little dessert. Where do That's you get like, those? Um, oh, I got them on Amazon. Oh, nice. Uh, Woodford has a little three pack. It's got a um, chocolate, uh, spiced cherry, and orange. Cool. And they're they're pretty good. But really, just the standard for me was just the simple syrup. I don't do the muddling of the, yeah, uh, the sure. sugar or anything. It's just a little bit too difficult. It's easy to make simple syrup yeah. at home. Almost, um, almost orange same. peel. Uh, I, I do. I order the Luxardo cherries. Cool. That's sixteen to twenty bucks a jar, those but worth it for the cherries. Don't put on those bright red maraschino cherries in there. Once you what get a bourbon, what bourbon? Sorry. Um, <laughs> my favorite old fashioned is actually <laughs> Mictor's American good. whiskey. Okay. Um, it's a, a great ha- really malted, but it's not a bourbon. And then that's the one that tastes chocolatey. It tastes it's, just like chocolate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, That's so it ha- adds to the chocolate. Okay. Um, uh, old fashioned, and honestly, probably when I when I'm not drinking it neat, probably Angel's Envy nice. makes an awesome old fashioned, and then Bell Mead um, standard sour mash bourbon. Okay, nice. I'll make cocktails out of that, but I but I really drink Angel's Envy on the rocks. So I, I, I feel bad putting anything with it. It's so good. You can get us into Angel's Envy to tour. Sure. Yeah. Okay. <gasps> absolutely. Can we do a show from there? Awesome. See, yeah, this is the level of fame that I have. <laughs> we have made it. I have you can't see it on the radio, but I'm raising my hand. To attain <laughs> that I see can your get, belly sticking out there. I can oh get my a tour God. of a distillery. That's all I'm asking for. You know, I'm not Let's looking do for. I don't need we to sign don't autographs. Most of the time it's free. I don't need money. <laughs> well, I'll, I'll, I'll get even you the pay. behind the scenes. Yes, see? Well, that'd be awesome. <laughs> We're this is do, the level I'll of fame. Cocktails you heard it here, folks. Nick's going to take us on a behind the scenes tour. We're going to do a show. I've made it. I have a video. Made it in life. What's a What's we a typical day like with with them? Like what you 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 said you train? Yeah, sure. Uh, so luckily, it's pretty flexible. I have a, a few different jobs, um, but with Angels Envy, it's it's build my own schedule. But um, yeah, I'll go to a bar and we'll basically do a course on bourbon, the history of whiskey. Uh, go into Angels Envy, that and then sounds I, cool. And then I go into cocktails. It's Super low key. I keep it very factual, and uh, we have fun. We drink whiskey. Nick's so. shirt is the Stranger Things shirt, but it says Stronger Drinks. <laughs> what is it? I thought it said Stranger Things this whole time. <laughs> stronger <laughs> drinks. We gotta get a picture of that. Hey, so my That's question good. is: yeah. How many people do you know that have the Angels Envy tattoo? The oh. Angels Wings tattoo. I, 
I only know two people. So you do know two people, though. Kelly, show him your tramp stamp. You want to see mine? <laughs> I don't know. Do I? <laughs> is it called a tramp stamp if it's on my shoulders, Hamilton? I don't think it is. Uh, I think it has to be lower on my buttocks if it's going to be called that. No, so I poured myself a little bit of the rye. Easy. What so who, who's had the rye before? I, I, I never have. That's the first time. I never have. You haven't? Okay, the rye, the rye you wanna, is. You want to ask me why? Why not? Because it's too expensive. Right, why it's not? Expensive, it is. man. I, I, so I'm not. I'm not, Nick's right here. So I'm. Just, we're being full disclosure. Um, there's other rides. Sure. There's wow. other rides that are in the wow. fifty, sixty dollar range. This sure. one's ninety two. Yeah, I think it's depending up, on yeah. where you get it. Yeah. Um, convince me. Tell me right now okay, why. Did you go is, and get that bottle next? Time. Just taste it. Yeah. Pour yourself. I want him to tell me first. Once you drink it, you're going to go get the tattoo. I'm telling you right now. Fair enough. This is unlike any ride you've had. First of all. It's unbelievable. So what, what it is, 8 to 10 year uh, rye, 100 proof, so 50% alcohol. Um, but if you taste that, it doesn't taste 100 proof at all. No, no it doesn't. Um, so smooth. All right, I'm going to uncork. It's so, got a burn, but it's got a great oh, taste after. So well, We have a friend here in town, not holy to, uh, cow. Not to uh, push that somebody else's good. rye, but, but sure. manifest. Yeah, they're David so delicious, yeah. Man, that, that rye is, is, is I never liked rye until I had until I had uh, manifest rye, and then I really, really, really like it. Oh, Actually, that's, that's one of my top uh, cocktails. Did you see that picture of David Cohen with hair? That was, <laughs> I did, yeah. Did you see it? Yeah. What was <laughs> it, on, on Instagram Facebook? or something? Yeah, I, yeah, one of those. Man, this smells <laughs> fantastic. It's so it good. It really man. does. It's so good. So what makes this special is just like the bourbon, it's secondary finished, um, but they actually use rum cask, which is oh. what you're smelling. So you're getting that molasses nose, um, really awesome spice forward. And uh, those rum casks actually come from France, and they're actually started as cognac barrels, which oh, wow. is really cool. So you're getting French limousine oak. Uh, you're getting the rum influence, and then you're getting the hundred proof rye whiskey. So it's wow. there's nothing on the market like it. Is there? That's a, good. Is That's there why a it's so complex. That's why it's so. I don't know. There's just a lot going on there. Yeah. Before so, I go in, I'm getting ready to sip it. Um, I'm excited. <laughs> um, is well, there a right and wrong way to drink rye? Uh, as long as you're well, the wrong your, way put is it, to put snort it. The wrong way is don't snort it. Oh, yeah, don't do that. It burns. The right way to do it is just put it. So, in your but mouth would you hole. recommend neat? Would you recommend a splash of water? Would you recommend ice? Like, how do you? I'm not going to tell anyone how to drink, but personally, I'll drink it neat. Neat? Okay. Yeah, I'm a neat guy. Oh, oh, thanks, Kelly. Here we go. <laughs> here we go. Oh, here goes Kelly. Oh, it, it, look, everybody. What do you think, Kelly? Tell us. Holy cow. Yep. It's unbelievable. It's good That's that finally really we're, good, we're doing man. a Kentucky bourbon because since I think since we've come back, we've done bourbons from all, all over the United States. This is the first time we've done a Kentucky. You've actually hurt. Gray's feelings because he said to me on the phone last night he said just tell Hamilton that we're gonna do a Kentucky bourbon this Thank time you, and that yeah exactly he's like because we've, we've you know we've gone off the tracks a little bit but That's, holy it's so cow. good so Nick earlier you All were right. saying you dropped a bottle or, or broke a bottle oh, yeah. today I don't of this uh, last night last no, night no 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 oh. the bourbon, the bourbon so yeah. I got to tell you my story so I'm not a <laughs> bourbon collector okay but I have a never lot that long. of uh. bourbons. I have, but but I don't have a. But they all have, have like a, a little cabinet. bitty bit in the bottom. <laughs> <laughs> I make it down to about here and I stop. You're not ready to let go. <laughs> so when I buy a bourbon or a whiskey, I buy it to drink. I don't buy it to collect. Sure. I don't have anything that I collect. Sure. But I don't have a whiskey cabinet, so I have to stuff things everywhere. I got stuff in cabinets. The top of his refrigerator. Top of my refrigerator. <laughs> I have stuff. You're so a hoarder. <laughs> bourbon hoarder. We What'd have a pantry. A oh, hoarder. Okay. <laughs> we have a pantry where I've stuffed. A couple dozen bottles under the bottom of the pan in the bottom of the pantry, uh-huh. and so the it's been a few months back, but I had a bottle of Angel's Envy, and I reached under there, and I think I may have had a couple of bourbons before I did this, so, <laughs> but I'm not sure. Maybe I reached under there to get something out, and I bumped the Angel's Envy bottle, and it tipped over, and it's tile on the floor. Oh, oh yeah, mm. and it broke, and it went. Everywhere. Well, at least your house smells good now. Yep. <laughs> I was asleep in my house next door, yeah. and I heard it. I was like, oh. No. It was like a nightmare. I'm like, what? Something happened. Something happened. As I ran over there in my boxers, and Alan's in there crying on the Alan's floor. Alan's licking the floor. <laughs> yeah. Oh, no. You got a straw. <laughs> by, the way, by the way, can I, I tell the story up, about you falling? I cleaned up the glass, and then I sucked everything out. <laughs> it was great. Wait, he can fell? Can I tell the story about you falling down? How's your knee, by the way? Was that, 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 was that the earth, man? man I've that got not. We'll get to it in the last second. Here, feel, feel this knot right I here. can't believe Ooh. any of our equipment works today, yeah, by the no. way. Put, put it this way. The box has a great big hole. Oh, my word. Why didn't you have that on video? Mm. You always oh, have it was in the dark. Oh, it was completely dark, and he was walking back from my back porch to his back porch. And uh, 
Alan. We'll, we'll, we'll get to it. Man, this is so good. It is good. So, yeah, um, this is absolutely a – I'm starting to do my own criteria. This is sure. a really good gift bourbon. Like, if you oh, yeah. really love somebody, <laughs> get them that bottle because it's expensive. I don't know. If that's I'm getting f- that bottle, I'm not giving it away. <laughs> no, no, no. But, like, I'm talking about that's a good That's a good uh, Father's Day for your dad. Yeah, or, let's, like, if your dad I drinks I love my dad, dry. but I don't know, man. Yeah. You ready to do a song? You can say it out loud, Hamilton. We're just, I know, we're but recording. I just was trying to be professional. You ready, you ready to do a song? Um, well, not right. Yeah, but we'll, but stay around because we're going to come back the, in the back end and talk a little bit about uh, where um, Angels Envy came from. Mm-hmm. Talk about Lincoln Henderson, right? And uh, him breaking away. Anyway, are you throwing Nick out? Or are we bringing? <laughs> no, Nick back? Nick's going to stay Nick here. Stays with. Um, this is Jamie Johnson, right? He's, yeah, this is Jamie Johnson between Jennings and Jones. Are we back? <laughs> back. We were kind of talking and kind of lost what we were doing. We talking to Nick and talking to Rye and Whiskies. And, uh, anyway, welcome back to the Bourbon Chronicles on WSOS and podcast. Uh, 103.9 FM in St. Augustine and 95.5 in Nocatee and Ponte Vedra. We're here in the restaurant having uh, cocktails with Nick Hogan. The, having a good old time. The uh, Hold on. The Bourbon Guardian. Whiskey, whiskey Guardian. Oh, I'm sorry. Whiskey Guardian. Whoops. Oh, there you go, Kelly. Sorry about that. Wrong button. Uh, the Whiskey Guardian for Angels and. I thought that was his theme music. Yeah, that was weird. Damn. <laughs> I, do, I do actually have some, have some oh. theme music for, for Nick in a minute. If, if Gray so, will get out of my way. If 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 Gray Miller or Gry Miller because he likes Gry. rye, if he were a rye whiskey, it would be Angels. Yeah, absolutely, Woody, the best. Man, this smell! I just said it. It smells like it. It keeps opening up. <clears throat> it smells like this uh, is an Angels Envy love fest. It's, it's, it's how can it not be? It's so good. And are you here. on to the next stuff? Or are you still on the rye? Well, I don't know. Nick, well, tell so us about the, the, the cast. We're doing the cast strength? Yeah, this sure. Is the, so this I, is the rye. I brought a little uh, gift today. All right, what this do you is, got there? This is really cool. Uh, so Windows Envy every year releases a uh, cask strength oh whiskey. Gosh. So essentially it's not proof down. Every Most of your typical whiskeys are going to be come out of the barrel at probably like anywhere between 100 proof to 125. Um, <laughs> Can I just say real quick, I'm sorry. Sure. Can I just say Hamilton and Kelly both broke out their cameras at one time. <laughs> they're, they're over here <laughs> fanboying like you is. wouldn't believe. Look at that guy. Man, oh man! So, so this one's not proof down once it's pulled out of the barrel. You're getting straight from the barrel, cast strength whiskey. Uh, this year's 2018, uh, right here on the label, it's at 124 proof. So I don't feel that's like doing math, but I think that's 62 percent alcohol. That's a lot. It's a lot. It's pretty night. high. That's why the bottle's so small. They call it night night juice. <laughs> yeah. So this this bottle retails Take an eyedropper of it. Retails at around. I don't know, 190 to 250. Not that bottle. Not Thank this you. particular bottle. Okay. I have a very special bottle for you guys. Oh, yeah, this is a Bourbon Chronicles edition. <laughs> so, this, oh, yeah, this is a man. treat. All right, are we trying this now? Are we trying the I just did. I already have. So, so when you want to try a new whiskey, I think you asked me earlier, uh, what yeah. you want to do is take in the aromatics first. Okay. Because smell that's going to, yeah, exactly. Give it a, a nice smell. Uh, this one's going to be a lot higher proof, so <laughs> don't dig your nose too too deep into there. I just did. Uh, your eyes did you watered. notice that? <laughs> too late. I too late. made a mistake. You said it after I did it. <laughs> too late. I got a puddle on my brain deep. already. It's, uh, hey, you got a puddle on your feet, too. You okay, buddy? Yeah, I'm good. Right. good. <laughs> so remember, I, I was telling you about. I was asking you all about my. Piddle. I was asking you all about my acid reflux. <laughs> yeah, now you it's, got it. It's really hurting. <laughs> back. It's got. It got you? <laughs> oh, it's back. I would latch onto a cow this right stuff, now. <laughs> this stuff is good, right, here, man. I'm going in. I'm <clears throat> this is the heavy strength. duty stuff. So cast, you, say, you the haven't best done this last. yet? You haven't tried it yet? No, I haven't tried it yet. Cast strength. <laughs> and three, two. And three, two, one. And Kelly's on fire. What do you think, Kelly? Talk, Kelly. Oh, man. That's, Wake up. It's like it's uh, smooth for that strong. It's so smooth. It's like breakfast yeah. cereal, but like on steroids. So and we were like, tell, I was talking to you earlier. Man, I had some grief. of uh, um, Bell Mead's cask strength sure, yeah. over the weekend. <laughs> that stuff is so good. Yeah, yeah but it's dangerous, too. right? You, mm. I mean, it's so good. It's smooth. Like this is yeah, you yeah. got to be careful. You got to be right? careful. That's probably why it's better when you brought that tiny little yeah. bottle. As <laughs> a bartender, what do you do? You stand back and watch people drink this stuff and say, "No, no, no, that's enough." <laughs> that's but enough. very rarely you don't put your hand out. Put your hand out. Put your big old paw. No, 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 no. Oh, look at that. that <laughs> that's a normal size bottle. <laughs> we got to get a picture of Alan on the bottle. <laughs> so a little bit about Lincoln Henderson. So he, mm-hmm. he started Woodford Reserve. He, God he's, bless him. He's a pioneer in, yep. in bourbon. Um, and then he retired as the master distiller because sure. he, he did Woodford. Then he also did uh, Gentleman Jack, I mm-hmm. believe. Yep. <clears throat> then he retired. 
and then him and his son started Angels Envy. Is yep. that right? Yeah, his son uh, Wes Henderson kind of brought him out of retirement to do this whiskey for his family, which is really really cool. Um, when you're at the distiller, you'll actually run into uh, Wes's son. Uh, Lincoln's since passed away, but you'll run into Wes, Wes's son. Uh, pretty much the whole family has a hand in what they're doing at the distiller, which is really really awesome. They're all awesome guys, super friendly. Cool. So you you've met them and yeah, I've met all of them. Yeah, that's awesome. really cool. Very cool. Yeah, I'm kind of I'm kind of a fanboy <laughs> of uh, of distilleries. I think you know, you think back if you had, as a near fifty year old, you think back on life and you wonder what you would do if you had it Speak do over for again. I think I would start a distillery. Ooh, what would you name your bourbon? I don't know. <laughs> mm. that, ooh, we'd have to, that's a that's a segment, right? Grumpy bourbon. What would you Grumpy name your bourbon? bourbon. Get off my lawn, bourbon. <laughs> get, off my, get off my lawn, kid. Get bourbon. off my lawn. Putting the Christmas toys in the attic, bourbon. So <laughs> he did. He fell last night. Oh man. So we we <laughs> had to bring this back up. Yeah, <laughs> man. No. So we had, this was amazing. Has anybody so, hit anybody with a bourbon glass in this restaurant? Not yet. Not, not yet. yet. So we <laughs> were on my back porch last night, setting up the sound, getting it because we had some issues with the sound the past couple weeks. And by the way. All you guys on podcast or listen to us on podcast, we're sorry we haven't had a show out for a couple of weeks, but we've had some issues with the sound, getting it recorded, getting it up. So Alan and I busted out everything, and we kept having issues. Ernie, thank you for your help on the phone. Shout last out night. to Ernie. Fulton. We unplugged and plugged and plugged back in. We worked what, for like three hours on the sound Probably last night. Four, close to and four. And there was a good bit of uh, drinking bur- going bourbon's on. drink. So anyway, <laughs> Alan has had a, a big. We had a bottle of Weller Twelve. We oh, nice. Because we hadn't met with it. you yet, and we didn't have the. We would have had an Angels Envy ride with us. Yeah, yeah, of course. So he's got a big Rubbermaid that all this equipment goes into, and it seals with foam. And when you get everything in there and wrap it up, it weighs about 25 pounds, maybe 30. Yeah, probably 20 pounds. All right, so you walk out my back porch, you walk through the wet grass in the dark, and then Alan's back porch is 100 steps away, up three steps, and And into his And by the way, there's like Herschel... Poo yeah, everywhere. Poo. No. So <laughs> oh, I said goodbye to Alan. We said, "Great, we got it fixed. We got the sound working, and Alan's happy." All right, all right, Alan, good. You good? I'm good. And I, he just moseys on out, and I'm on the ba- my back porch, kind of cleaning up, and I hear. <laughs> <laughs> I hear. <laughs> oh my god! I can't even. It was a. I can imagine. Whoa! Boom! And it was just a thud. Boom! Crash! And you're and like, I was like the equipment, but I got no flashlight, so I go tearing out. I'm in my like flip flops, and I go he's tearing out the There's Alan. The box is on its side, and Alan's got his knee. He's in the floodlight. He's gimping around in the yard, and I'm like, oh my god! We not only have we killed our star show, uh, our star of the show, we've broken all our equipment. But Alan, whatever you did when you fell, I think you you cradled. Threw, uh, you threw cradled. my body under the. Uh, <laughs> did you? Because the equipment the actually works better. The equipment sounds great. We're back in business. <laughs> Wait till you see the box. I got to buy a new box. The box is. <laughs> did you crack the box? Busted, dude. <laughs> and Completely your knee, busted. Your knee hurts today. Yeah. Dude, you should he, feel the knot. I have a knot. I'm Here. not feeling oh, your knot. You're asking me to do that all the time. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna slap it. I was gonna slap it. Hey, fill this knot, Hamilton. Not yeah. today, Alan. Not today. But a couple that's more not your knee, Alan. <laughs> he screamed. He screamed like someone shot him. All right, uh, Nick. Have you ever fallen down at work at the bar? T- <laughs> when you're bartending? Uh, no, not no, yet. not yet. The show has devolved into this. Oh my god. So listen, you. Uh, uh, if you want to taste one of Nick's cocktails, you need to go see him at. Oh Grape yeah, and we Green, have a cocktail, right? right? Yeah, we do. We have if, a few minutes left. Yeah, left. Can we literally have three? Can you grab a big rock as well? A big rock? Ooh, what is this? Yeah. We can share one glass. We're, we're not. Well, we might have to say this for the extra show. You might have to come on the oh, podcast. Yeah, let's do that. You might have to download the podcast to listen there to the extra go. 10 minutes of the extra cocktail. That's a great what's the tease. Name, what's the name of your cocktail, by the way? This is uh, called Strange Brew after the Cream song, if anybody remembers mm-hmm. uh, Eric Clapton's know. band. Oh, yeah. I'm a big Eric Clapton cool. fan. Yeah. So the Bourbon Chronicles Overtime Cocktail is Strange, Strange Brew. Strange Brew. And what's <laughs> we'll, in it? We'll talk about it. What's in it? No, we'll talk about it yeah, after. You, we, we're after. not going to tell you right <laughs> no, now. I said, yeah, exactly. We're not going to tell you Just right now. You're going to so go to, you're gonna have to go to iTunes. You go to the search bar. You search Bourbon Chronicles, and you'll find the extra 10 minutes of this so show. So can I say real quickly? You go ahead, um, buddy. Thank you. While you all were slaving away, I was in Nashville, mm. and I went to the Willie Nelson Tribute con- Concert. And there, anyone, all my favorites, Avert Brothers, Chris Man. Stapleton, Jamie Johnson, um, Allison Krauss, Cheryl Crow. Dave Matthews, Jack Johnson, they all came out and sang a Willie Nelson song. Cranberries. And. (laughs) 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 No, Uh, but it was one of the best events I've ever been to. Willie came out and sang. It was amazing. That's awesome. Um, So what was your favorite uh, cover? 
that, Jamie Johnson that singing did. Georgia on your mind on my mind mm. was wow chill bumps the entire song and then he did crazy with Dave Matthews just Dave's voice with Willie's voice was can insane. I just say I'm not a huge Dave Matthews I know you guy. aren't you don't like a lot of people I like you don't like Avett Brothers that's because I'm not you know they're not but you think they oh, oh and Nathaniel Rateliff was there too <gasps> did, did he do a Willie song yes he did a Willie song, song I can't remember which oh, one he did right now. you can't go there and see that and not tell me what Nathaniel Rateliff did I sent you the did you did you see that uh, Avett Brothers song that what Willie wrote the new song that I sent to you to listen to no I didn't see it okay yeah I, I texted it to you. Well, I didn't see it. Right now, Kelly so, is trying to stay focused. He's trying to log into iTunes yeah. so he what, can what play the outro. Uh, I no. know. Is what? that what we're waiting on? No, go ahead. Uh, keep talking because we got, like, we got a minute left. <laughs> <laughs> we this got a minute. You can't give Kelly bourbon when we're trying to do a show. Hey, listen, everybody. Please listen to our podcast. Make sure you, uh, you rate us. Tell your friends about us. It's the only way we can get traction. Uh, thank you for Gray for getting uh, us hooked up with with Nick Hogan today. Um, we appreciate that. Yeah, Nick. Come thank you, man. Come out to for South Kitchen and Spirits. We are live here uh, on a norm- normally on Tuesday nights at seven. Uh, this week we taped on Monday because Kelly and I have a concert tomorrow. And what's more important than live music? And hey, listen to us on WSOS six thirties on Thursdays. Six thirty on Thursdays. Hey, also big shout out to Ernie Fulton, our buddy who brought yes, who, thank you, who, Ernie. Uh, Absolutely, who sacrificed his time to come in and help get this stuff working. He brought his family here for dinner tonight. That's so. very cool. Hey, thanks everybody. Remember, bourbon gets the conversation started, but your soul keeps it going. We'll talk to you next week. Welcome back. This is the Bourbon Chronicles Overtime. Yeah, man. You get a few extra minutes if you stick around. How about that? A few extra minutes of so the Bourbon Chronicles. So do you think that that's going to mesh well with ending the other show by yeah. bringing in that intro? Yeah, we'll edit it out. Why hey, look, oh, man. Okay. We're having fun here, so <laughs> yeah. uh, don't we, worry about it, Hamilton. Uh, by the way, we hit it out of the park tonight. Yes. Yes, because we have we? Nick Hogan from Angel's Envy here, and I'm drinking some bourbon. Look at all these people. There are so <laughs> many people here. What's happening? We have a crowd. Oh, these people. Hey, hey how's it going? So, uh, so Nick is still here. Go ahead. Nick has made a uh, cocktail. Talk about it. What, what's the name of it again? Sure. So this is the Strange Brew. Strange uh, Brew cocktail. Cocktail you can find at Grape and Grain right. Exchange in San Marco, uh, the bar that I currently work at. Okay. Um, so I have a concept. <laughs> Tell us what you put in there. Uh, yeah, sure. So obviously the star player is the Angels Envy Bourbon. Uh, kind of wanted to take a silly cocktail and make it a real refined cocktail so this right. is essentially a whiskey coke um hmm. but for the mature palate you I have to be like interested sweet tea. Sure. Hey, it tastes hey, like sweet tea a little bit this is overtime can we cuss on this one no no, no we no, can't no, cuss no, on this one okay this, this is a family show i just really check it well, it's overtime alan yeah but we have to rate the podcast does, does it have adult language or not okay all right Fair enough. i say no i always say no Fair Fair ernie thank you ernie thanks ernie thank you our sound technician's leaving so <laughs> The sound goes there. It's going goodness. downhill. There it goes. I could not have that. Yeah, <laughs> I couldn't either. I All right, so so I, I didn't hear. I'm I'd not a very somebody. good. I'm not a very good listener. That's so delicious. tell me again. Yeah, sure. So, so I want to take. A, you're not a good listener. I'm not. Why a good listener. are you everywhere? You're doing like 20 things at one time. Hey, you're listen, taping. You're, I'm admitting my faults. Oh, no, ahead, I'm, I'm trying to be strong with my faults. Go ahead. Sure. So I want to take a kind of a silly cocktail, a whiskey Coke, and I wanted to transform it into something mm-hmm. uh, doing air quotes. You're doing air quotes, quotes by the uh, way. Refined craft cocktail. So okay. I've taken a whiskey Coke, elevated it, uh, collaborated with Bold Bean, which you guys are familiar yep. with Bold Bean, yep. uh, roastery local to Jacksonville. No, I'm not familiar um, with it. Tell me. Bold so, so Bean? Yeah, Bold Bean? Just, yeah, so basically think a Starbucks, but local and actually good. Local here in Jacksonville. Um, nice. Yeah. Actually good. Yeah, I like that. So they, they, make, they source all their <laughs> we'll stuff. We'll dig at Starbucks there. <laughs> yeah. Uh, they make delicious cold brew. I had them hook me up with it. 
uh, made a really awesome syrup with their uh, cold brew and right. Mexican Coke reduction. Uh, so <gasps> did that with well, it's got different sugars in it. Mexican it's Coke is a lot sweeter that than. That is crazy. Yeah. Well, no, it's Where not you sweeter. It's got a different uh, sugar in it. I, I know this. Had it, Kelly, and I think it's sweeter. <laughs> I work with Coca Cola every day. <laughs> it's just got real sugar. You own Coca Cola? Is that what you just said? I own some Coca Cola. It's in my house. In he, my refrigerator. He Coca-Cola. I own the Coca-Cola. So wait, how, did you, how do you get that? Amazon? Uh, right no, we, we actually, so at Grape and Grain, like I said, we're a package store. We actually have a cooler full of beer and uh, we have Mexican Coke. Mexican Coke. Essentially. Okay. El so, Coke. So I have. <laughs> El Coco. Okay. Hey, do you know By the they, way, you better get it before the shutdown ends because you're not going to get it. Or the wall is <laughs> the built. Wall, yeah. Get it before <laughs> get the Get all your Mexican Coke in before they close it down. By oh, the way, wait, that Mexican Coca-Cola. Coca-Cola. Let's be real clear here because there's no Mexican Coke in this, right? Because I need to drive home. It will keep you up. All right, here we go. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm going in. So here we go. Here we go. Ooh. Oh, he slurps <laughs> everything. Dude. What in the heck, man? <laughs> Stop it. That's good. So it's essentially it. a play in an old fashioned. It's your uh, spirits, a little bit of sugar, and some bitters. I'm gonna disagree with so you. It's a very. I'm, I'm gonna disagree riff. with you. That does. I love old fashions. Sure. This is something different. This is yeah, a yeah, different yeah. element. This is a. This is a hybrid to me. This is a hybrid between a Manhattan, okay, a cold Manhattan, and and an old fashioned. Sure, that's good, man. Thanks. It's different. So that's a blend of two nice rums, two rums, overproof rum, uh, dark rum, a lot plantation. of good vanilla in there. Yeah. So there's an Amaro called Amaro 14, which is very vanilla, uh, vanilla forward, mm. uh, giving you those vanilla notes. Yeah. And uh, 1821 out of Atlanta does some really awesome cola bitters. So use those Ooh. as well. Got to plug them. Bitters is the new thing. Everybody's like it's making like crazy a, bitters. You know what? Uh, it's like a real good vanilla bean ice cream. Sure. You can but pour, Seth, pour it over some ice cream. But Seth, Ooh, you drink too many bowls of it, and then you <laughs> die. You don't you die. die. You get you acid die. reflux. You wrap your car around you a tree. You can't sleep. You, you fall upstairs. You start, <laughs> start building a wall in your <laughs> backyard. <laughs> How did I do that anyway? <laughs> <laughs> so you created that, Nick. Yeah, yeah. Nice That's, work. What, what are your top five cocktails? Mm. Ooh, that I've made or just spot. in general? Your top five favorite cocktails. One's got to be Grace. One of Gray, uh, Gray Miller's ooh. originals. Gray's cocktails blow my mind, honestly. Right? His, his uh, syrups and techniques are insane. I love um, that guy. He's a good guy. Look at him. He's, he's blushing. Right. Can I say you, <laughs> guys are, you guys are turning me on to cocktails. I, I used to not. He's fact, not a cocktail I'm guy. Not, I'm not. The I'm, name I'm, of the game. But you like my chocolate old-fashioned, don't you? Yeah. No. Yeah. That's <laughs> that a no. no. That was a no. That's a no. <laughs> I need to have it again now. Now that I've opened my mind up there to the cocktail go. world. Yeah. I've just literally, I've just, I'm not. A sweet drink person, sure. But I'll drink sweet tea all day long, so I don't understand. Yeah, that. right. That doesn't make sense to me. Yeah, no, I but get it. You want to taste the booze, and I, I appreciate that, and I, I think that's what I try to do with my cocktails. Well, that's as well. that's fantastic. I got to tell you, that's Thank it. You. Literally, is to me, it's like drinking a vanilla bean ice cream, a really good vanilla bean ice cream. Question: Is Answer. it is there a machismo to drinking something neat versus making a cocktail? With it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, there like, it is. Oh, I'll just drink my neat. You know what? It's uh, That's like throwing a steak on the grill and just cooking it with no seasoning on it. By the way, oh, no. hold on. No, hold no, on. No, no, hold I think on. it's like eating. It's hard to make a really good cocktail because if you do one or two dashes too many or too little of this, you've ruined it. So if yeah, you nail it, it's hard to maybe do. Maybe I've never made a cocktail, so I wouldn't know that. <laughs> All right. Well, yeah, I've you've tasted that one. You no, tasted I know. That. That's amazing. Crafted I'm, by a perfectionist that's. But I don't think it's a macho thing to drink something neat. I think that's either you like it or you don't. I make a heck of a rum and coke. I'm not. I'm not saying everybody, <laughs> but I think there's a lot of guys that fight I'll their coke. way. I think <laughs> there's a lot of dudes that'll fight their way through. I oh, drink it neat because they want to drink it neat now, because they saw it on a TV a, show. A, 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 a umbrella in your. If you have a frozen yes. drink at the bar, yes. then there's a macho in this. There's too. a time and a place for everything. Yes. You go on vacation. You give me Still a good umbrella yet. drink. Because by so? the way, because by the way, if you put all that. Addition together, you're like 130 proof on some of those. You can go night night, like a hurricane. <laughs> you can go night night. <laughs> is that what the one in the New hammer. Orleans is? A, hur- a hurricane? Is that yeah, what they hurricane. call it? <laughs> no, our good buddy Bill uh, has what I call. So how many good buddies, buddies do we have? We have a lot. lot of good buddies. <laughs> our good buddy Bill uh, introduced me to what I call frolic juice, um, and it is splash of pineapple juice, silver is this, tequila. Is this, is this lawyer Billy Curtis? S- is it lawyer Billy? He was lawyer on the Bill. show last time. Uh, splash of pineapple juice, silver tequila. It's thirds, silver tequila. And um, 
uh, coconut rum and slash pineapple juice. He brought mezcal. And you say goodnight. Ooh. You put a little hat on and you go you say put goodnight. Your, you put your stocking, night stocking on. That's right. Bill made it. Bill brought some mezcal to the to the uh, fantasy football, football party. He made mezcal old fashions. Ooh, yeah. yeah, he there made a go. mezcal old fashioned. Those were awesome because the mezcal he used is something with like wolf lips, wolf lips or something. Yeah, exactly. It was wolf, wolf tears. Wolf tears and lips. Very smoky, great and cocktail. Fangs. Could like, you could you take what? You ever taken a bourbon uh, or a whiskey and mixed it with a different alcohol? Is that possible? Yeah. Is that legal? This has rum in it. Oh, th- oh, I thought it was seasoned in rum. No, this is actually he no, explained this when you. I'm were not a good listener, Nick. Tell me what's in this drink. <laughs> <laughs> what's this called again? <laughs> what is this drink here, Nick? Did you make this? <laughs> what's where's bald bean? <laughs> what's what's bald bean? It's inside Starbucks. Don't you all feel like? Aren't you kind of sad away from bourbon that football's? I mean, football. It's technically it's, it's, over. Well, it college is season over. is it's over, it is and over. that really. It's 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 a sad time. You college know what? Football. I already have started time. looking forward to the draft. No. I'm I'm wanting to read stories about the draft. I, we still have two. We have the four game or two games this weekend. Yeah, but the Jags are out and college football's over. So I was watching the video that happened <clears throat> today, last year when the Jags beat the Steelers, and it really made me sad. It, yeah, that it'll today, break your heart, man. Year. It'll break your heart. Why did it break your heart that the Jacks beat the Steelers? <laughs> All right, we no, got to go, it's a, man. Because it's so a year ago. Oh, it's a year ago? And, and we're so – anyway. How do we right. stop this? Right. We're we're just stop? This we're is the first up. time we've ever done this. You're no, just going to edit it. Thanks, we're Nick. Time. We only in. got 10 more minutes. Yeah, but, but how anyway. do we go out? We just I mean, say bye. Bye. It's over time. Nick, where are you working this week? So today is – He only works at one place. It's great. When are you when? He's not a traveling bartender. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody, step up here. Have a cocktail from Nick Hogan. <laughs> All right. So, so uh, what days this week are you working at Grape and Grain so we can come see you and hang out? I'm working on Wednesday, and I'll be in San Antonio this weekend. Unless that's it? Just that's Wednesday? It. Man, yes, when you're a good bartender, <laughs> you work <laughs> one day a week for an hour and a half. Jeez, I'm going to the Nick Hogan School of <laughs> <the> Bartender. <laughs> Reti- the Nick Hogan Retirement Plan. <laughs> you get really good, and you work one day a week. And then everybody, you sell out. Peace out.